Let's talk about a struggle many of us know all too well, losing weight. Remember those days when everyone was on a juice cleanse or just basically hangry all the time? That was no fun for anyone. Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to shed those pounds. Today, I want to introduce you to Row Body. It's not your typical weight loss program. Instead of all the gimmicks, they offer access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. But here's the real deal. They pair these shots with simple lifestyle changes, helping you lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Plus, over 200,000 people have already seen results with Robody. So what sets Robody apart? The support. They handle all the insurance stuff for you and give you access to a provider whenever you need them. And the best part, you can sign up online from home, no doctor's appointments and no waiting rooms. Say goodbye to those days of hangry juice cleanses. With Robody, losing weight is straightforward and sustainable. Take that first step today and say hello to a healthier, happier you. Kickstart your weight loss journey the right way and head to ro.co slash I do. That's ro.co slash I-D-O. Sign up today for just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Remember, medication costs are separate. That's row.co slash I do. Hey, Love Tribe. Today's episode is brought to you by one of my personal favorites, Cozy Earth. They've got something special for all the mothers out there. So anyone who wants to shower the special woman in their lives with love and the comfort they deserve, listen up. Hands down, Cozy Earth has the best sheets, bedding, pajama sets, and more. So today, I'm excited to share that Relationship Advice listeners get an exclusive 35% off discount. Simply go to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code I do at checkout. The first time I tried their bamboo sheets, I was blown away. The comfort level is insane. I just love slipping into their seriously soft and cool sheets after a long day. And for a mom who knows that the struggle of sleep deprivation is real. Cozy Earth's temperature regulating technology has been a lifesaver. No more waking up sweating or freezing. But what really sold me is the quality of the bamboo sheets. They are by far the most comfortable sheets I have ever slept in. They are made to last years, which they have. I think at this point, I have about six sets of them. And they have a 100-night sleep free trial and a 10-year warranty. So you know you're getting something that is going to stick around. So if you're ready to prioritize your sleep health and treat yourself or the mom in your life to the luxury she deserves, head on over to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code I do for an exclusive 35% off because every mom deserves a good night's sleep. And with Cozy Earth, you can finally get the rest you need. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show where I welcome Julie 
Potaker, and Julie is a certified mindful self-compassion teacher and founder of the Balanced Mind Meditation Center in La Jolla, California. She began her in-depth study of mindfulness after graduating from the mindfulness-based stress reduction program at the University of California, San Diego. And today, Julie and I talk about, you guessed it, mindfulness and how to go from chaos to calm. And of course, there's going to be a lot of value in being able to do this individually by ourselves, dealing with work, kids, and certainly in our relationships. And Julie gives some very actionable tools that you guys, I think you're going to love and you'll be able to apply immediately. We can always use different perspectives, different sort of hacks to get ourselves out of our reptilian brain, that fight or flight response and into a more mindful response when we are dealing with all things in life but certainly with our romantic partners. As always, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Enjoy today's show. Hi, Julie. Thanks so much for joining me on the show today. So happy to be here. Today, we're going to talk about mindfulness, and we're going to talk about how we can go from chaos to calm. And as you and I discussed in the pre-show, this can be applied to all areas of our lives. Certainly, if you have kids, life can feel chaotic. If you're by yourself, life can feel chaotic, and we want to be mindful. But in the context of relationships, it can be especially valuable because It's in relationships that we're triggered, that things can come up and we can maybe not act very mindfully. So I would love to start with having you tell our listeners why you enjoy helping people with mindfulness and maybe in particular in in the area of mindfulness in relationships. Sure. Um, So that's a really broad question. And what it comes down to for me is managing our nervous system so that when we're activated, we're not at our best selves because from a brain science standpoint, we're hijacked. We're we're not getting our prefrontal cortex online to make a more skillful response. So that's why you see people like that TikTok video that that lady on the plane the other day that just went viral. And I don't I don't, um, I'm, I'm in my sixties. I'm not on TikTok. So I'm not like the TikTok generation, but it made it onto the national news, like crazy lady on the plane. And then they found out where she lived and basically they're ruining her life, whoever the they is. And she's trying to make an appeal for mental health and well being now. So had she been able to calm her nervous system and to manage her body, she wouldn't have popped off out of her mouth the way she did. So my mission in life is to help people manage their own selves so that they show up in community, in relationship with loved ones and strangers and creatures, calmer and more able to make a wise choice. I did not see or hear of the lady on the plane. Oh, my God. I saw it last night and I was like, I felt such (laughs) compassion for her. And also I was I was horrified. But, you know, you see these things because 
people are having bad behavior right, left and center, and they're getting videoed by strangers and then they're getting uploaded. Yeah, certainly. And we can definitely be our worst selves in moments of chaos and stress and being triggered. I know certainly in the context of relationships that, yeah, it's amazing how it can bring us into a space where we are not acting very mindfully and that can do a lot of damage. And then you know what happens, Chase, after that? People go into a shame spiral. They're not just embarrassed, like I did something bad. They're ashamed. I am bad. And then that takes so much more work to unwind and to nourish and nurture yourself so that you can feel better. I'm a mindful self-compassion teacher. So, you know, I'm all about all the skills and the positive self-talk and all that stuff. So like, let's not give ourselves so much more curriculum, right? Yes. Let's, let's like manage our own stuff so that we're, so that we're not like crazy lady on the plane. Let's talk about how we can not be crazy lady on the plane in the relationship. (laughs) Okay. So like, let's say you're in a romantic relationship or even a good friend relationship and you're just activated by something. I don't want to say triggered anymore. I learned in my um, certified grief training that I just did last year that people that have been... um, survivors of gun violence or have had somebody perish by gun um, don't like the word triggered because it triggers them. So I try to say activated now, which is so interesting anyway, because I never thought of that. So I'm just sharing that with you so you can tuck that into your um, to your toolbox now. So let's say you're you're activated by something. You just had a really bad You're supposed to meet your beloved and you had a really bad time getting there in your car. There was all sorts of obstacles and people being just complete a-holes and you get there and you're just not feeling loving and you're not feeling calm. You're not feeling caring because you're just activated. The whole inside of you is jumping up and down. What do you do before you get out of the car? you take a couple good long on the exhale breaths to lower your blood pressure, to lower your heart rate. You find your soothing touch spot, placing your hands on your body because you want to get oxytocin and endorphins flowing to counteract all that cortisol, flight, fright, fight, flight, freeze stuff. So the soothing touch is You're doing it like my go to's on my heart, but it could be your belly. It could be hugging your arms. It could be cradling your face. This is much easier, Chase, when when it's video and I can, you know, talk people through it, like Simon says. But in any case, there's a soothing touch spot that's going to work because it's the mammalian caregiver response in its brain science. And then you name that emotion and you say, I feel like shit. And then you're like, wait a minute, what am I feeling? Okay, I'm, I feel angry. I feel a little afraid. You know, you're naming these things out, which broadens your perspective. And it's also giving time to your prefrontal cortex to come online. So you can make us a more skillful response. And then you say to yourself, act 
what do I need to hear right now? And then you say, sweetheart, because it helps to call yourself a term of endearment. That's a mindful self-compassion trick. Sweetheart or honey or whatever. You're fine. You, you're at your destination. You're about to see somebody that you care about, that cares about you. And then what do I need to do right now from your toolbox? You choose something to do, maybe feel cared about since you're about to get out of the car and walk into the coffee shop or restaurant or whatever, right? And then the P is praise. And then you just pat yourself on the back. Good job for managing your nervous system, for not getting into road rage situations, whatever it is. And that, what I just walked you through, is SNAP, which is the title of my new book, It's the acronym Soothing Touch, Name the Emotion, Act, and Praise. And it's a system for whenever we're activated for calming our ass down. I love that. That's a valuable step-by-step process. I want to go back to Soothing Touch. And I know, yeah, of course, with with video, that, that would be helpful in walking people through this. But how can someone identify a Soothing Touch area in themselves that they're going to want to start with? Well, I think they should play around with it. It's so interesting because I teach every Wednesday morning on Zoom. Um, I teach a mindfulness meditation class, which is self-compassion practices after the meditation in the Q&A. That's where like the brain science comes in. And when I say place your two good hands on your worthy body in your soothing touch place, imagining you'd be doing that to a little person like, oh, cutie, cutie. Some people have their both hands on their heart. Some people have one hand on their heart, one hand on their belly. Some people have both hands on their belly. Some people are just like giving their biceps a a squeeze. Some people just have hand in hand. And when I teach this in a corporate setting, I have people do a stealth one so that like if they're in a board meeting or in a meeting with their colleagues and they're feeling activated and they're feeling threatened, they can hold their hands in their lap or put their hands on their thighs and give a squeeze. And it's some signal to yourself that's just private to you that's saying, I've got your back. And it works because the mammalian caregiver response in the wild when an infant cries out and gets picked up by the adult the cascade of feel-good hormones gets released in the adult and in the infant. So it's an unbelievable trick. And so just to be clear, I'm gathering that it's just maybe going to require a little bit of an experimentation too to figure out what touch. Totally. I'm working with a woman now um, that recently had a cardiac issue. And so I said to her, maybe putting your hands on your heart is going to is going to be too complicated because her mind is going to kick up a story. You know, is the stent working? Is it restenosing? Am I fixed? Is it scary? Like for her, maybe she should just put both hands on her belly or maybe she should just be giving her her um, upper arms a squeeze. So you'll just, you just have to play around in your own body and feel what feels good and take a, take enough moments 
to really feel the worth and the gift that you're giving yourself. Because you're steering your mind as well as as well as doing the somatic piece, you're taking control over yourself. I love the the praise part of calling yourself uh, a term of endearment, and to me that brings up a little bit of internal family systems IFS, like 100%. talking to your childhood self, and it, it's such a powerful tool. So we can use this snap. To, to help us, you know, use this example of going into the house, out of the car. Let's talk a little bit about in the moment of an interaction with a partner and, and we are activated and we're talking to them, boom, it comes up. Maybe it could be valuable to go through this process, but it's a little bit, I don't want to say long in a sense, and, and that's okay. Once you practice with it, though, Chase, it's it becomes super quick. But so, you know, I've been married um, in October. It'll be 35 years, but we've been together for 42 years because I married my boyfriend from sophomore year of college. So, you know, we're in relationship and we have three kids. Um, so it's not always been a walk in the park. Right. So when I feel activated in conversation with him, I'm not going to put my hands on my heart because that's weird, right? But I might put one hand in the other hand and just give my hand a squeeze like, I've got you, sweetheart. And then what I'm doing is I'm breathing in for myself while I'm still listening and I'm breathing out for him. I'm breathing in for myself and I'm breathing out for him. And I might even feel my butt in the chair, feel my back against the chair. I get I get grounded breathing in for myself, breathing out for him. So this is all going on in the background of my awareness and in the foreground, I'm listening. And then I'll pause for a pretty long time and he's used to this before I respond, because I don't want to be an asshole if he's being an asshole. Before we continue on, we're going to take a short break to tell you about our sponsors. Do you want to know one of my favorite meals? It's a slice of toasted bread with tomato, mozzarella, basil, olive oil, salt and pepper, and a little drizzle of balsamic glaze. Makes my heart happy. It's so simple. It's so delicious. And I love that all the ingredients get to show off their individual flavors. I used to eat it all the time as my easy go-to meal. And then all of a sudden, there was a ton of messaging out there telling me that I shouldn't eat carbs and that I shouldn't eat bread and that bread is bad. And I hate to admit it, but I cut out bread entirely for the longest time. And it wasn't until recently that I started to understand that not all bread is created equal. Hero Bread makes those same delicious favorites free of consequences or compromises. They've remade carby, empty calorie bread products into fluffy, delicious versions that include no net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and fewer calories, plus protein and fiber. I highly recommend that you give their bread a try. They're giving relationship advice listeners 10% off when you visit Hero dot co and use the code I do at checkout. 
I was so excited to discover Hero Bread. It's truly amazing, and they've made a product that is tasty and soft while having zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and high in fiber. I'm not going to lie. Their white bread is so good, and it makes the best tomato and mozzarella sandwich. Last week, Stella and I were back in Florida visiting our family, and we all walked to the lake, and the only bread we had in the house was Hero Bread. So we grabbed a slice, walked to the lake, and by the time we got there, Stella had eaten the whole piece of bread and, of course, wanted more. So the poor ducks didn't get any Hero Bread, but Stella did. Since I had cut out bread for a while, every time I ate low-quality bread, my body felt bad. It felt bloated and I didn't feel great. But with Hero Bread, I feel good after eating it, which makes my life so much easier because now I can go back to my easy grab and go sandwiches when I'm on the run. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code I do at checkout. That's I do at H E R O dot C O. When you work full-time, have kids, and run a podcast, it's hard to make time for a multiple-step skincare protocol. That's why I'm excited to tell you about today's sponsor, OneSkin. Their products make it easy to keep your skin healthy while looking and feeling your best. Let me repeat it. They make it easy... No complicated routine, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. If you're looking for skincare products that are simple and effective, for a limited time, you'll get an exclusive 15% off your first OneSkin purchase when using the code IDO when you check out at oneskin.co. I've been using OneSkin's body lotion for about a month, and I've already seen noticeable improvements with small wrinkles and textures on my skin, specifically on the back of my neck and the back of my hands, two places where I get a lot of sun. Plus, my skin looks and feels healthier all around. It's all thanks to OneSkin's revolutionary OS-01 peptide, the first ingredient proven to deactivate aging cells responsible for lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin. Unlike traditional skincare products that only mask symptoms, OneSkin pioneered a new approach integrating tissue engineering and cutting-edge science to enhance skin biology for lasting resilience against aging. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using the code IDO at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with the code IDO. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. I love that you shared you've been together for for 40 years. That's incredible. And yeah, there's a lot to dive into just there in 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 relation to your practice. I I know some of our listeners they're they're taking notes, they're going to apply this, but maybe they feel that they've shared things like this with their partner before, or maybe they're going to go and try to share this podcast and their partner isn't super receptive to it. Uh-huh. What would you tell someone in that position? Oh, I totally, I think that's a brilliant question. And what I got to say is you do you, you do you, because you're going to show up better. You're going to love yourself. You're going to care about yourself. 
You're going to show up as your best self. Your partner is going to be mirroring your neurons because you can't not mirror each other's neurons. So you might as well show up as open-hearted and caring and loving as you can, right? And it'll hopefully elevate the discourse. And if not, you can at least feel good in your own heart, mind, and body. You do you. I love that. And throughout your practice and and teaching other people, are there any areas of this uh, process of SNAP that maybe people struggle with a little more than others or they're trying to, to implement it and they're getting stuck? How would you walk them through that? I think it's in the toolbox in the A. The A and the A and snap. It's what do I need to hear right now? It's pretty easy. Like, you know, you're safe. I love you. It's going to be okay. This too shall pass. Like all those platitudes. That's pretty easy. But what do I need to do right now to shift my mood? People forget that they actually have control, right? And that's their toolbox, which is. How I teach it, it's their joy list. So I have people free associate what brings them joy because when they're in the moment and they're in the crap, they're not going to be thinking, oh, I should walk outside or I should look out the window or I should call a friend or I should make a cup of tea or listen to my favorite music or move my body or, you know, if it's nighttime and a bath is available, take a bath or, you know, they start ruminating and worrying because they have a primate brain and they forget that they actually can snap out of it. And, and that it might be one tool and then, well, that didn't actually work. I feel a little better, but it's still kind of, I still feel a little bit crushed than another tool, than another tool until something works. Could you share what that would look like, like in, in an example? I love that idea of free association, but maybe it'd be helpful to, to share someone is in in the process and they want to think of a, a joyful moment in their life. What are some questions they can ask themselves to, to identify something that they want to free associate with? So when people are not feeling bad, they should take the time to do the work to write down a list of what brings them joy. And that way they'll have an entire list and they should take five minutes and really think about it. You know, listening to a great playlist, taking a vacation, planning a vacation, talking to specific friends, FaceTiming with people, Um, exercising, walking in nature, all of these things. I'm just picking some of my favorites, taking a bath, taking a bath with music, lighting a candle with Epsom salts. You know what I mean? Doing an entire bath ritual that always makes me feel good. So some of these things will be available when you feel bad to shift your mood and you're, you're shifting your mood, not to deny that you feel bad, you're acknowledging that you feel bad. You need to feel it to heal it, right? You're shifting your mood just to take control over yourself. If you want to feel bad and that's your choice and you say to yourself, all right, I'm going to feel bad for 30 minutes, go right ahead. But I don't usually like to do that for myself personally. I like to name it and shift. 
I want to talk about feeling it to heal it for a second. I think, uh, especially men, but, but women as well. Uh, I think a lot of times there can be, as we mentioned earlier, shame around a feeling or just denial or just not being able to identify what we're feeling. So can you talk a little bit, uh, about strategies to, to feel the emotion and not to get stuck there and then to heal it? Yeah, sure. Um, Well, when you have a meditation practice and a mindfulness practice, I think it's easier to know what you're feeling. You can quickly kind of drop your awareness down into the trunk of your body and get quiet and kind of peel back the layers of the onion to figure out what you're feeling. Because let's say you're feeling anger that's a pretty easy thing to feel. But under the anger, there might be fear. And what's under the fear? We have these core things in the base of us that are needs that all of us have. And it's the need to feel safe and to feel loved. So it could be coming from all the way down at the bottom at the core. And it's helpful to name that thing and to acknowledge that thing and shine a light on that thing and make that thing okay before shifting your mood to something that feels better. Because name it to tame it, feel it to heal it. You don't want to bypass that because what you push down becomes a monster or can become a monster. Before we continue on, we're going to take a short break to tell you about our sponsors. Hey, Love Tribe. I just want to ask you a few questions. I want to know why you guys are here. Are you here because you want to stop bickering with your partner? Do you want to feel truly heard? Are you looking for ways to reignite your sex life? Or do you want to feel more emotionally connected with your partner? And let's not forget about the fun. Do you long for those fun, giggly moments at the beginning of your relationship? Over the last decade of hosting this podcast with Chase, these have been our top questions. And we get it. We've been there. And that's why we created Spark My Relationship course, because we wanted to put the tools to unlocking a fulfilling relationship right in your hands. So we're offering this course, Spark My Relationship, for only $100 until April 6th. In less than 90 days, this self-paced course will help you create more passion, improve your communication, and build a stronger, more intimate connection with your partner all while having fun doing it. We've collaborated with over 15 psychologists and therapists to bring you the strategies that marriage therapists teach their clients. This offer is only going to last until Saturday, April 6th. So head on over to our website, sparkmyrelationship.com and use the code FLASH24 at checkout to get the course for only $100. That's nearly 60% off and it won't last. The sale ends April 6th. That's sparkmyrelationship.com and use the code FLASH24 to get our course for only $100. Hey, Love Tribe. I have just a few questions for you. I want to know why you are here listening to the podcast. Are you here because you want to stop bickering with your partner? And you want to feel truly heard? Or are you looking for ways to reignite your sex life? 
Or do you want to feel more emotionally connected with your partner? Or do you just long for those fun, giggly moments of connection that you used to have at the beginning of your relationship? Well, over the last decade of hosting this podcast, those were the main reasons people tuned into the show. And we get it. We've been there. So we created our course, Spark My Relationship, because we wanted to put those tools to unlocking a fulfilling relationship right in your hands. We're offering $100 off our course, Spark My Relationship, which is a self-paced course designed to help you create more passion, improve your communication, and build a stronger, more intimate connection with your partner and have an amazing time doing it. We've collaborated with over 15 therapists and psychologists to bring you the strategies that marriage therapists teach their clients. So to unlock this special offer of our course, our listeners can visit sparkmyrelationship.com slash unlock to get $100 off. That's sparkmyrelationship.com forward slash unlock. I want to talk a little bit about maybe something like anxiety or shame. I think the process that we've been talking about can apply to a lot of emotions, but I think uh, a lot of the context has been around a activation. And, and I, a lot of times just associate that with anger, that that could also just be my bias that I get angry if I'm activated. I know some people can retract and it's not necessarily the case for everyone, can you talk a little bit maybe about someone that, that is dealing with a lot of anxiety and how they can go through this process? And maybe there's a slightly different questions they can ask themselves or perspective they can take in mindfully working through that emotion. Well, how do you feel when you feel anxious? Do you feel jumpy? Do you feel kind of jumpy and like a little bit light in your, in your soul, in your shoes? Yeah, specifically, um, I would say I feel, yeah, jumpy, jittery, like uh, my heart is fluttery, uncomfortable. Exactly. Uh So snap's perfect for anxiety because the soothing touch is going to start to ground you. And then you can ground through the soles of your feet or through your butt in the chair and just try to get planted into the earth. You can imagine roots growing from the bottom of your feet down into the planet Earth. And this is kind of a cool visualization that we do almost every week where you're imagining the understory, which we know from science now, which is so cool, is connecting everything under there. So there's nourishment, there's carbons, there's this whole mycelial network. So you can imagine yourself being part of that, being really grounded You're connected horizontally, you're held vertically, but yet you're flexible up top. All of that helps to calm down anxiety. And all of that is in your toolbox in the A. So you've done the soothing touch, right? You've named it. This is anxiety. You're kind of up here. What do I need to hear? You look around. Actually, I'm safe right now. Nobody's chasing me, right? And then what do I need to do right now? One of the first things that you might do is ground yourself. And then once you feel calmer, you could choose something else from your toolbox. Maybe if, you, if you're if you not in the middle of your workday, you can take a walk outside 
or maybe you can just look out the window and see if there's there's a breeze right now rustling the tree right outside my window and there's actually a hummingbird out there right now. I could take a moment and dwell on that, right? You could you have to do what you can do in the time that you have allotted. You might want to do breath work because that's super quick. And unless you have like bad asthma or a lung condition, your breath is available to you. So those are all going to be toolbox things. And then the P when you feel better is good job, sweetie. Or if you're uh, a deity, if you're a particularly religious person, people can thank God, thank Jesus, thank Allah, whatever, for managing their own stuff. Thank you for that that visualization. And that's so powerful. Yeah, just that network of grounding. and It's cool, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was, as you were saying it, I was kind of going through the exercise and I'm not feeling particularly anxious right now, but I can see how that would be valuable. Since I have you on this topic, is is there a visualization that you use for shame that's helpful? Well, it's so interesting because I just took um, Chris Germer, who is the co-creator of Mindful Self-Compassion, just created a curriculum, Self-Compassion for Shame. And I just took the eight-week class um, just to see if there was any new nuggets in there because shame's so sticky, right? And really just shining a light on it and bringing it up into the light helps kind of dispel it. And none of us are actually bad people. We might have done things that we're embarrassed about. So to move from shame to embarrassment is a big help and not having it be a secret. Shame thrives in the dark. I mean, I I have things from my youth, you know, from like, I didn't particularly enjoy my behavior when I look back when I was in law school. Um, I'm not ashamed about it anymore. I was ashamed about it for years. Now it's like a little embarrassing and it's almost a little funny. And and what would that process look like? How could someone walk themselves through shining a light on their shame and shifting it maybe towards embarrassment? There's a really good guided meditation in the mindful self-compassion curriculum that I teach called Soften, Soothe, and Allow for Shame, where you actually work with the difficult memories and you pull them into your awareness and you soften around them and you soothe yourself and you allow it. And eventually, if you can almost visualize um, something like dematerializing. Like the physical body? The, the thing that you did that you're not proud of. Uh, okay. I mean, we all have things that we do that we're not proud of, especially when we don't know how to manage our nervous system and we're just popping off right and left. And so like the dematerializing, like kind of deconstructing. Yeah, that? it's like lifting up okay. and off of you because you without that is a worthy, whole, wonderful being. Beautiful. And yeah, I'm excited to check out those meditations because I can imagine really taking the time to sit with yourself and go through these things. We've just done it in a very brief amount of time and skimming the surface, but I can see the value there. It's a deep practice. I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't recommend jumping in to working with shame 
before having mindful self-compassion under your belt. Beautiful. Well, Julie, thank you so much for, for these very actionable tools and tips that can help us individually and certainly in our relationships. Before we wrap up, can you tell our listeners where they can find you online? Tell them about your new book. And if there's anything that maybe we skipped over or something you want to emphasize, and then we'll say goodbye. Sure, sure. Thanks. Thanks for the opportunity, Chase. Um, my website is mindfulmethodsforlife.com. Uh, it's mindful methods with an S F O R life.com. And in the website, if people take the time to noodle around, there's, um, a really good resource library. So there's my books in there. Life falls apart, but you don't have to. Mindful methods for staying calm in the midst of chaos. That's my first book and my new book, Snap from Chaos to Calm are in there, but all my teachers books are in there. Everybody that I've learned from that I think would be valuable to other people is in there. (laughs) Their newsletters are in there. There's also my free podcast, which is just guided meditations with poetry at the end of each one. Um, there's, there's over, I don't know how many there are now, Chase, maybe 150 meditations. And I recommend people do one every single day. That is a really good start to their practice. So they can find all that in my website. Amazing. Well, we will have those links in our show notes and on our website at idopodcast.com. And thank you for taking the time to come on the show today, Julie. Thanks for having me. I had a feeling this wasn't going to be in my wheelhouse because I thought it was going to be for like young couples. Um, But it is in my wheelhouse. So I'm really happy to have done it. Yes. Yeah. No, definitely in your wheelhouse and lots of value for our listeners. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for tuning into today's episode. As always, all the links to the guest as well as any of their recommendations will be in the show notes page. You can find the link to that in the episode description or by going to idopodcast.com. Click on the podcast tab up at the top and you will have access to all the episodes that we've ever done. There are over 300 of them. Uh, And while you're on our website, if you haven't checked out our free 14-day happy couple challenge... We really hope you do. It's a free email challenge that we send to you. It's 14 days of fun, easy, doable challenges to help strengthen and improve your relationship. And if you're looking for something that provides a little more help with working on your relationship, whether it's improving intimacy or communication with your partner or just bringing the spark back, we would love for you guys to check out our online course, Spark My Relationship. We're offering $100 off to all of our listeners if you go to sparkmyrelationship.com forward slash unlock. We've worked with over 15 psychologists and therapists to create the real life tools and strategies that they are teaching their clients. So we wanted to give them to you. It's a self-paced online course that can be done in as little as a month or up to three months. You can really decide how much or how little you want to do with your partner or maybe just yourself. So we hope you guys check that out. It's sparkmyrelationship.com forward slash unlock. Have a great day.
You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our Sex Podcast Collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com.